Welcome to Hospitality Daily. I'm your host, Josiah McKenzie. Today we're going to be hearing from Sloan Dean, president and CEO of Remington Hotels, about how the company's Room to Thrive tagline came to be. A really big part of your organization's ability to provide hospitality comes down to how you define what your culture is. And I found Sloan's story to be really interesting and thought you may enjoy it as well. Here's Sloan. So I joined as COO president in January 1st, 2018. I did a lot of listening for the first couple of months. If you want to be a great leader, you got to first listen to understand what the landscape is. The most concerning stat was that our turnover at key positions in 2016, 2017, when the industry was thriving, was much higher than industry standards. And so I had a business outcome that I wanted to really drive down turnover, particularly at key leadership positions. And as I got into it, I I realized that we had some really great things as a company going on, but we had some problems. And so I hired a company to help with employer branding because I was concerned about the types of applicants we were getting. We weren't getting the applicant flow that I wanted. And then even when we retained, say, an A-plus talent for a general manager or a vice president, of operations or some of these key positions, we had much higher turnover, particularly in their first two years of employment. And so when you're doing employer branding, you want to look at your strengths, weaknesses, opportunities, and threats. And the SWOT analysis with the vendor that I hired really highlighted that, hey, we have some strengths of, hey, uh, for people that have been with us a long time, they're very proud to work for us. We're a very results-oriented culture. And we promote from within a lot. And so those were the positives. The the opportunities and the weaknesses were that we burned through people, that we were a little too authoritative, that we weren't as collaborative as we should be. And so the word passionate started to resonate with me through that employer branding journey, looking at our SWAT, where we, it was almost a, hey, we've always been a passionate organization, even when we were founded in 68 and passionate about our associates, passionate about delivering results, and passionate about guests. But sometimes that passion can be overkill, you know, and you can almost, hey, the results, they're all that matter. But I didn't want to lose that. And so that really seemed to honor who we were as an organization and what we wanted to evolve to be. And then we chose the word thrive because we wanted to it to be representative of results and a great culture over a long period of time. Um, and what we had is we had several years or even a couple decades of great results, but we got that often through business process. We had a little bit too much of a hero culture where you almost, there's a few key leaders in the organization that were bottlenecks of information and training. And so I really liked the Thrive seeming that it was over a long period of time, not just the last quarter, not just the last year. This definition that success is never final. Uh, And if you look at companies, they're really great. They have a proven track record over a a long period of time. And so it was that, that, hey, where passionate people thrive, not everyone is passionate and not everybody is maybe a fit to work at Remington. And we say no to a lot of hotel deals. We don't want to just manage for anyone. And so we liked that idea of, you know, passionate about associates, passionate about guests, passionate about our owners. And that we want to be a place that collects passionate people for the long term that deliver great results. And we're not necessarily for everyone. 
Before we go, I want to let you know about a few more things. First, if you haven't done so already, subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or your favorite app to stay inspired each day by actionable insights from the most interesting people in hospitality. Second, I've started sharing videos and photos from the stories on this show on Instagram and YouTube, so if you'd like to see those or watch along, I encourage you to follow Hospitality Daily there so we can stay in touch. Third, if you'd like to listen to more conversations like the one you just heard, visit this podcast website at podcast.hospitalitydaily.com. I've spent a lot of time building out this website because I want to make it really easy for you to listen to the topics and guests that you are interested in, whether that's culture and leadership or operations or technology or something else. Browse and search the entire library of more than 400 episodes for some of the top leaders and innovators in hospitality at podcast.hospitalitydaily.com. Dot com to get ideas for delighting the people around you and reaching your business and career goals. I produce this podcast each day and give it away for free because I want us all to learn and grow together. If you enjoyed today's episode, I just have one favor to ask. Please take a moment to text or email this episode to a friend or colleague who might appreciate it as well. They'll be grateful to hear from you and what we covered in the show can help them as I hope it helped you today. Thanks for listening and I'll see you here tomorrow. 